Hello and welcome to this special Christmas edition of Just Get A Real Job. Thank you as always for listening to this podcast. Now, to all our regular listeners, before we get into this week's special, I just want to say that most weeks, you know, we have guests on the podcast. It's quite, it's a pretty semi-professional podcast. We have nice interviews, deep conversations with emerging creatives and creatives alike about their careers, what they get up to, all that sort of thing. But this week, there isn't really a lot of that. So I'm just warning you to lower your expectations. This is just, this is chaos. It's, it's fun. And hopefully it will bring some much needed Christmas cheer because in the UK especially, it's not been a fun week. COVID's on the rise again. Lots of people's Christmases are being ruined. If you're a big worrier like me, it's a very anxious time. So I hope this brings a bit of fun and joy to you all. We enjoyed recording this. Some of you might remember last year's Christmas special. So I'm delighted to bring you the same lineup as last year as lots and lots of familiar faces return to the podcast. But before that, I'm going to quickly give our lovely editor-in-chief a call because after all, he is Santa Claus and it is Christmas. So let's see what he's got to say. Jamie. All right. I just thought, um, as I was saying, I'll, I'll get you on the intro of the podcast for a minute and, and let you introduce it and that. J- Jamie, Jamie, are, are you asking me to step in? <laughs> are you asking me to step in the Christmas Merry Christmas! Ho 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 ho! Pictures in the streets, a mirror in a mess. Artists like their boots are torn to shreds. But the government will spoil your hopes and dreams by offering the useless retraining scheme. It's such amazing talent, why can't you see that the government has decimated the industry? And now the years of hard work can be thrown away. Just get a real job. Hello and welcome to the Just Get a Real Job Christmas special 2021. Christmas! (laughs) This is already going to be chaos, right. Joining us again this year, we have Liv Wilkinson. Hello! As you can also hear, next to Liv, we have... Another former guest of the podcast, the lovely Craig Wilson. How are you doing, Craig? Bonjour. I'm good. How are you? And uh, I'm, I'm grand, thank you. And I'm going to try and get his second name right. I've failed at this. I've failed at this. I've failed at this four times, but I'm going to give it one more shot to get this man's name correct. We have, joining us again on the podcast, the fan favourite, Mr. Leo Elevariadis. Boo! <laughs> Hello, that governor! <laughs> what? Oh, Alright! Chuffed to be back! <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh man, we're like, like 10 Christmas. seconds into this and it's already going to be chaos. Um, how are you? How are you all doing? Thanks for being here. T- tired. It's the tits. Yeah? yeah. How, well, are you, how are you, Jamie McKinley, host of Just Get a Real Job? <laughs> Claiming the podcast charts. Yeah, I know. Number two uh, this week, no? Yeah. yeah, so last week we were number two on Good Pods or something, which was cool. Um, no, it's been good. I mean, since we did this last year, it's been a bit of a mad one. Like, I don't think... When we recorded this one last year, like... I don't think I expected the the podcast to sort of be what it is now. Um, so yeah, that's cool. That's We're cool. very proud of you, Jamie. Congratulations! But, um, congratulations. congratulations! I was going to say Elliot for doing all the hard work. Yeah, I know well. Elliot's doing. We got Elliot in the room with us, but it's nice because you know, obviously, last year you and Liv and Craig, you were both in the room with me, 
Um, Leo was on Zoom and Elliot was on Zoom, so it was oh, nice we're all in one place together. That actually um, was chaos. Actually. It was chaos, but I, obviously I was, just, I, was saying to, I was just saying to Craig before we started recording, like, a year ago we had the, new, the whole new variant stuff kick it off, and funnily enough, this week... The new variant has seemed to have arrived in How do you lot pronounce the new variant, by the way? Because it's yeah, seems, seems like very online. Emmanuel Omicron. That is... <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> but that is that very close. I keep saying Omricon. Okay, you suck. Oh, I, I keep saying Omicron. Na- like a transformer. Like, do you know what I mean? I expect nothing less of you, Liv. I, hey, what's the correct way to say? Because it's a Greek word, Leo. Omicron. 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 So, so, Crego was actually very close. How do you okay. pronounce it? Omicron. Apricot. Thank you. <laughs> what, does well, mean? what does it mean? Like? Anyway, it's yeah. a Greek letter O. Oh. So, okay. it, you, so when you say the word O, do you say that whole word? <laughs> no, that... <laughs> A, B, C, D, H, D, H, I, J, H, R, R, Omricon. Yes, we do. The alphabet is not A, V, it's alpha, vita, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta, eta, theta, yota, kappa, lambda, meaning C, omicron, pyro, sigma, tau, epsilon, vip, sigma. Okay, well, that, I mean... Not very Christmassy, to be fair, talking about COVID, but like, I just thought it was a weird... I was really impressed by that. Can you do it again? After the podcast. But but you have to do it like ASMR style. So. Oh, okay, I can do it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta, eta, theta, yota, kappa, lambda, mi, mi, xi, omicron, piro, sigma, tau, epsilon, phi, hi, psi, omega. One absolute awesome. treat. One absolute... You honestly should start a Greek ASMR. It's an absolute treat for um, for the listeners at home. But um, but anyway, let, do you guys remember last year's Christmas? Do, no. you, rem- do you remember any? Have you li- ever listened to it back? Oh, I have. Yes. I have yeah. listened to it back. I don't remember recording it. Because because I, I li- yeah, you were trashed last year. A lot more sober this year, Liv. I'm still um, angry about. We've only just started though. I know. I'm still angry about you guys calling uh, "It's a Wonderful World" and not wonderful not a Christmas. It's a wonderful. No, the song. It's a wonderful. What a wonderful life. No. What? what a wonderful world. Do you think Louis it's Louis Armstrong? Louis Armstrong? Yeah, I said last year that it was a Christmas song, yeah. and you were like, ooh, and then James did a poll on the internet. It's not or a Christmas whatever. song. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it would be a good place. I, I listened back to the Christmas special um, when I was traveling on a train this week, and I was like trying not to laugh out loud because um, it's just chaos. And we were talking some, you know, there was some, it was crazy. I mean, last year, Leo, you gave out my number, <laughs> yeah, dude. slagged oh, yeah. off my ex girlfriend, named her. Um, so we're not doing that this year. I may have already whispered seductively in the microphone that <laughs> sucks a few times. <laughs> and I'm well, 100% sure... We'll keep that in, but we'll bleep it. All right? I'm sure Elliot heard it because every time I did, he smiled at me. So I was held at gunpoint. <laughs> anyway, I thought point. a good place to start was... Remember, do you remember last year where there was a debate over whether the Paddington films can be regarded as Christmas films? Not Christmas. Well, anyway, so we, we ran a vote last year after the special came out on Instagram if Paddington was a Christmas film or not. Um, and we won the vote by 54%. People agree, agreed that Paddington Paddington is classed a Christmas film. So 54% of people agreed with me last year. However, I'm a democratic man. We, did it, we had another referendum this week on Instagram. And we won the vote again for a similar number. And it's not even during Christmas. Yeah, but it just has that. You that's can't the trust point. people. They voted for the Nazis at one point. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, we do. They do um, keep voting Boris I Johnson. I, I actually don't think they didn't. They didn't vote for the Nazis. But let's let's not get into that. Yeah, well, that's that's too big. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that was very democratic. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, let's just not. Well, Hitler yeah. was a sign. Not really oh, Okay, people voted that Will Young should win Pop Idol over Gareth Gates. That is, yeah. By the way, Gareth Gates should have fucking. He should have fucking won. Elliot, see, see, Elliot, you can't trust the general in this episode. Back in your closet, Elliot. Oh, oh. Anyway, so I know. Yeah. obviously. 
I'm a, you know, we we had another referendum on our Instagram account because I'm a I'm a, I'm a democratic man. Is he and it's still so it just won, but it's a, it's a very very contra- it's quite a tight you know it's quite like contentious one. I still would say that the Paddington films and films like you said last year, love like Chicken Run, can count as Christmas films. Yeah, we watched Chicken Run actually. It's not no. a Christmas film. We, we, yeah, I know. We, listen, we I do it know. We, no but, one's infallible. We made a mistake. We 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 apologise to any. Chick Run enthusiast because it's not actually a Christmas film. It's listen, brilliant, it's not Christmas. Yeah, but listen, I would just say that like those type of films that come out around Christmas, like they sort of feel like quite you could they can feel Christmassy. So I, that's why I regard the like Paddington films as a Christmas film. But Craig actually made a, re- a really good point in the last year when we'd have conversations that the, the third Paddington film should be set at Christmas. If they make a third, they yeah. will. It's a cash cow. Ash Bear. Yeah. Nothing. Continue, Leo. No, no. I, ha- will, I haven't seen it, so I can't. It made loads of money, so they, they, the thing is, the problem is these days is that people don't just stop when the films are good and they don't go, "Oh, that was brilliant." Let's move on to you know different films now. They just stick with what's making the money, which is yeah. why there were so many fucking series of. How I Met Your Mother and the US Office, which was shit. There's coming in, there's a new say, one coming out. Can I just say, there's some, oh, some, some, some of How I Met Your Mother is very good, some of the US Office is very good, but the problem with these shows is they kind of go on a bit too long and I think they, they lose something. That's an American problem though, like the, uh, the British TV scene doesn't really do that, that much. Yeah. A good British series have ended. Although, well, American remakes and all that stuff just go on for like 11, 12 seasons. Yeah, well, they I'm gonna, making I'm a Hammer Your Father's Peanut, by the way. Yeah, Why? I saw that. Yeah, oh, because God. people, some people will watch that. Idiots. We know who they are. But anyway, like what? So obviously, it's been as we we're talking about the podcast and stuff. It's been a bit of a mad year for us. Like, it's also been quite a bit of a mad year for everyone. Like, we'd all sort of done other stuff. So, we'll start with you, Leo. You, you couldn't, you couldn't come on the last podcast that Peter meant to do for the birthday special because you were in a. Yeah, and you've been well, on many, many shows. What have you been? We up did to? an episode together um, after we were together on yeah, the birthday party. birthday party. So you were on the intro of that episode, and we were meant to do something we'd never got around to. Okay, do. so ever since I've been basically watching nonstop, which is nice, but also leaves no time for anything. So I was an Outlander, a few more series, and that's and as a camera system, right? A camera training. Well, camera and video I do both. Jack of all trades, master of none. Um, <laughs> that's not true. You're very talented. It's nice, but I've come to realize that you need to start like balancing it out. I can't be, I don't know. It's nice, but then I got this job away in Yorkshire, and I, it was awful. The job was nice, but living in a hotel is not ideal, you know. No, well, I, I had a similar experience as I've talked about in the podcast before. That when I did Karen Perry, I basically on the TV series, I basically lived in hotels around Scotland for like two or three months, and it was a bit mad. It's yeah, I didn't it's really sad. enjoy. It. it gets a bit sad. It's fun for a week, and then it gets really old quick. It's sad because, especially like production companies, are not gonna book a hotel like in the middle of the town, expensive stuff. They always book these travel lodges outside of the cities in the middle of nowhere, and you're up at five to six or seven, right? And you go back to the hotel room, and you're like, "Oh, cool. There's nothing to do. I can't sleep at seven o'clock, so I'm gonna stare at this hotel room for the rest of the day." Yeah. It sucks. It's not fun. You don't have uh, Wi-Fi. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> okay, or okay. YouTube, I'll, I'll be on my phone. What's if you like? I want to go out. I want to see, you know. Also, Huddersfield sucks. Do so. you want to go to our gallery? Because <laughs> <laughs> you want to see the town. You want to go see like Huddersfield. You want to go? What you want to go have a wee look at Huddersfield or something? Huddersfield sucks. Yeah, I went. I went to Huddersfield. Uh, Huddersfield, Halifax, 
Something's I, I apolo- apolo- apologise to everyone that lives in these places, by the way. We, we're saying nothing bad on this podcast. Wait, have you been to Huddersfield? Who live in Huddersfield has listened to this? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we have had listeners all over the world. We've had listeners in... We were have we have listeners in Romania this week. No, yeah, because you have Romanian guests. No have, you, have you broken in China yet? We have not had any listeners oh, in China. We are probably we are probably banned China. in China. But you know, you've been working a lot in the industry. That's yes, still it's fun. Nice. It's cool. Yeah. You made interesting people. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and, oh, like, wait, wait, like Shane Meadows, who you didn't even know who that yes. was. Okay. So can I just have my input on how this went? So me and Leo were talking and he I was saying, you know, what job are you on? You went, Oh, I'm on this job in Huddersfield, which sucks. And then, um, but the director keeps wanting everything to be handheld and keeps making like eight minute takes and stuff. It's sad long takes. Yeah. And I was like, who's the director? He went, I don't know, some guy called Shane Meadows. I went, excuse me. And he went, what? I was like, do you have no idea who Shane Meadows is? I was like, do you, do you not know how much of a big deal he is? He went, no. And then you asked huge. all your, you asked all your friends on set and they went, yeah, he's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. See, I realized when you were lost your mind and then Alex I went lost crazy. his mind. And then, yeah, Alex lost his mind as well. Yeah. Because Salmon... it's a huge deal. He's a great director. Like, this is England's a fantastic film, fantastic series. Like... I haven't seen any of his work. And then someone <laughs> said, was like, oh, yeah. oh, you know, St. Meadows is half-eaten food. Who wants it? It's St. Meadows. It's like, who's St. Meadows? Like, why do we care so much? Like, I... who is he? Mm. And they were like, oh, man, he changed British cinema yeah, forever. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't care. Anyway, Craig. You're uh, you next week. You have got some exciting because you're you're gonna you're about to leave the job you've been doing for like nine years, right? Yeah, almost ten years, uh, on and off of full time. Yep, I'll be leaving the family plumbing business to enter the world of film and TV and delivery. <laughs> <laughs> exciting times. You know, we live. You know, this is what this podcast is all about. That sort of thing. So, like, what's the sort of plan? You're going to work for delivery and do some writing stuff in the same. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, get up in the mornings and do the writing and creative stuff in the mornings. That's when I like to do. Yeah, yeah. That's generally when I've done my better stuff. Not at night when you're coming home exhausted, mm. and then exhaust myself by doing delivery. You know, yeah, that'll be good though. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm rain. excited for you. And you also finished your masters in screenwriting this year as well. You graduated yep. with all that, which is great. And you know, you wrote some cool scripts uh, for all the female fans. Questionable. Of, well, I, I'm I'm not had a chance to read them yet, but it sounded very interesting. So, um, for all the female fans of just a job, Craig is very hot and hunky. So. If you can, I'd say you're more hands off. He's mine. You're bo- no, I'd say, say you've got a better face. You're both very attractive well, men. My face and Craig's body is the perfect, <laughs> the perfect man. But what I was gonna say is, now that you know that he's working delivery at nights, when are you starting, Craig? Where am I? What? When are you starting delivery? I'm, I've already been doing. It. I've been doing it on the side. As oh, saucy. Well. So yes. all the female so fans. So Craig you know will be bringing Craig will stuff. be bringing you a lovely tikka masala. Fresh on a Thursday night. You look out for Hunky Craig on his bike. Yeah. <laughs> please, Can we please stop t- promoting my boyfriend. Yeah, if you see this Craig... podcast is sponsored by Craig Wilson. If you see Craig Wilson, tip fifty percent, please. <laughs> He's very hot. He'll no, take that, that's he'll that's, take his shirt um, off. That's really exciting, Craig. And obviously, can I just say to people as well, as we're talking, like, of course, Leo and Lev and Craig have all been on the podcast before. They have, we're both all great guests. Go back and listen to their episodes. It was very early days of the podcast, but... Don't listen to, my don't listen to Leo's. Yeah, the audio Yeah, that's true, man. That's don't true. That is bad. But Craig's episode particularly... Um, it was it we broke, broke America, America didn't we? We we were we were on the top ten screenwriting episodes on some random American website, yeah. which felt good. Yeah, it felt really yeah. nice. But Liv, um, Liv, what have you you'd had a sort of quite an interesting year as well because obviously when you were last on the Christmas special and on the podcast as well, like you were working for Tanami, like a production company in 
in Leaf and stuff, but you'd done quite a lot of stuff since, and you'd, it's still been an interesting year for you. So how's uh, it? Yeah. Um, so I started at, well, I was at Tanami, yeah. Which were, they were really nice, actually. I like that. That was a good job. Um, and then, so I was on a TV show called Molly and Mac, and I met my, I met my hero, uh, James McKenzie, star of The Raven, and... Um, <laughs> So that made my career. Amazing. And then after that, I thought, um, it's not going to get any better, so now I'm and, a waitress. And, and he, <laughs> g- he gave you a, a signed headshot. Shit, yes, he gave me a signed headshot of himself. And, and of course, in the summer, we had an amazing experience where we were both working together on a show together. We were yeah. both on Can so and Perry. I was obviously doing COVID and you were running on it, but that was, that was a fun time. Yeah, I enjoyed it was that. Some so ups and downs, but it was good. I got that from... Good laugh. Yeah. I got that from um, just networking on the... CBB's job not through the Raven obviously but like through someone else and she went on to go and be the script supervisor for Karen Perry and um, I just thought I'd try my luck so I sent my email and I got a note but then through doing that I met a woman called Laura Fleming hi Laura I love you so much yeah so I met her do you remember Laura yeah she, she was, was awesome. lovely yeah it's great um, and through that she realised that I really like working with crowds and essays and she gave me my TV debut um, as playing a, an extra a, an essay she, I got to be a police oh, officer for two seconds so I can't wait to see do that do you remember all the memes and oh, edits Oh, did you made some amazing memes about that <laughs> I put you in like the London riots yeah you did you know what did <laughs> you did you guys see that I ended up randomly being on TV today yeah what do- was that so there was a documentary um, it's called Talent and it's I go and watch it people it's a great documentary by someone that's hopefully coming on this podcast very soon Hannah Curry um, and it's very good and basically like they were making a documentary about one of the actors that was in a documentary I was running on mm. and they were just filming our documentary being made so it was, a, it was very meta it was a documentary from a documentary and I, I'm in like a two second scene and I was I didn't know this so I just watched it I was like what? Yeah. It was just bizarre oh, um, sweet, that was though. quite fun but anyway Karen Perry was good though right? I enjoyed that yeah we had loads of different scenes like party yeah. scenes and you know scenes at night scenes in you know busy places and um, I can't really say much because it's not out yet so I'm no but it'll be very good but But that was good and then I actually oh god you know what the worst part of this year is not the fact that I've gone back to waitressing uh, nothing wrong with that though it's one of those I ended up having to work with Leo for a couple of days I was on nice on the rig on the rig, yeah. Yeah, I was very nice. I enjoyed that. You, you nearly got me into trouble so many times because they would be calling me on the radio, but you would then come up to me, go right into my ear. You suck. And, and Leo, you... And I would miss calls on the radio to get actors and to oh, do things because but, of you. But Leo was also on... You You did a day on Karen Perry, which was amazing as well because I, I remember yeah. I was so excited when you arrived on set. I like, deliberately <laughs> came to you to check your temperature and just be the best COVID assistant. So yeah, what, what, nice. what did you call Karen Perry again? Carly Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is free promo for the show when it comes out. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> on last year's Christmas special, we sort of talked about our favourite Christmas films um, our least, you know, sorry, our favorite Christmas films, um, our favorite Christmas songs. We had a lovely quiz that Elliot hosted. I believe that Elliot's going to be swinging by later to present another quiz, <laughs> um, which is very exciting. Totally not in the room right now, um, but you know that's that's very exciting. And we, I've heard he's got big things planned for that. Um, but this year, I thought we'd start off by talking about me. What the worst Christmas films are since we did the best ones Easy, last year. Easy, the holiday. <laughs> wow, whoa, fucking whoa, whoa. dare well, dude. There we go. We just we just jumped straight into it, right? Why is the holiday bad then? Fucking shit. If you can get Kate Winslet to be shit, you must be a bad director. It well, was just awful. Right. So I saw the holiday for the first time two years ago, and I actually I'm a bit biased because I watched it on like quite an early on it. Oh, you it like right it. up your street. You like yeah, well, I was going to say, right, I watched it on like 
um, when I was dating someone quite early on. Anyway, I watched it with um, someone at the time. You know, I was with someone at the time. So it was a nice date film to watch. I, I only saw it two years ago. I quite liked the whole thing. I was, I'm there for that stuff. It's incredible. Yeah. You can go fuck yourself. The, the person that says that her favourite Christmas film is like the Muppets do Christmas or whatever <laughs> cannot fucking go. Right, whoa, 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 whoa. Leo, right, well, can you just calm down? The Muppets Christmas Carol, as we discussed last year, and you were wrong about it then, you're wrong about it fucking now. Fucking part down It's the Muppets. Shit. The Muppets Christmas Carol is one of the best. It's one of the best. one of the best Christmas films ever made. I was the exact same as you. When, so last year I'd finished a really busy day and I said to Craig I just want to watch a film and drink cider in bed so that's exactly what we did and we put Muppets Christmas Carol on and I said to Craig oh for fuck's sake it's that fucking frog and a pig and then it ended up being really lovely and probably the most magical experience of my life did you shag after? Um, probably, probably not, not no <laughs> <laughs> true love um <laughs> But you what guys went. To, you actually, you went to see. You Craig got you for your Christmas last year. You went to see oh, the Muppets God. with a live orchestra. Fucking nightmare, mate. Oh well, my how was God. that? Right, it was yeah. a nightmare because so it was my birthday present that Craig got. It was so it was yeah. Muppets was it your Christmas. birthday or Christmas? Sorry, I said it a Christmas. It was birthday. Okay, so birthday. one of my birthday presents from Craig was to go and see uh, Drive Through Drag, which I know this is completely separate from the podcast, but. Go to drive through drag. It was brilliant. We saw the Vivian, saw Ellie Diamond, <laughs> saw Goffy Kendall, who was shit. Um, who was the other drag act we saw? Electra something. No. What was that? Really? I can't remember. I, 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 I mean, me, me and Leo just shared a look of. I don't know yeah, what she's what's on. What's happening? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I saw blood. Electra wasn't good. Whoa, the lizard. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you, you just anyway, need to get on the RuPaul's Drag Race. I've never really got. Honestly, you I've would never love been able to get into it. I'm, I'm sure it's very good, it. though. I'm sure it's. I've heard good things. But go on. Um, but it, so the, the, anyway, the orchestra, the Muppets. Oh, so yeah, we went and it was at Usher Hall and it was beautiful. You know, like the orchestra played. The only thing I would say about the, the sort of um, having the orchestra and the movie playing simultaneously is because the Muppets Christmas Carol was such a good bloody film. Uh-huh. You uh, you kind of forget that the orchestra's there because you get so sucked into it but the problem we had was this woman bought her kid who can't have been any older than what three no maybe four and she but she had no idea what's going on so she'd say mummy why is why is he being horrible mummy why is that why is this but the mum wouldn't say shh you'll find out she went well scrooge is being horrible because he likes money and then they're doing this because of that and me and craig looked at each other as though can we actually tell a child and their mother to shut up? Or is that uh, completely against... Should be able to, yeah. Someone would think that the Muppet Fuck Christmas or whatever is... Muppets Fuck Christmas! Two Christmas <laughs> is a movie for three-year-olds and you are the old ones there, not the child, going towards Leo, Muppets Leo, pretend it's Christmas. I've, ne- I've, I've never kicked a guest up a podcast before. But yeah. the, the tell me- that to Michael Keane. One would think... <laughs> Listen... The it's Muppets a, movie anyway, was about the three-year-old, not the, Muppets, the twenty-five-year-old. The Christmas Carol. You said all this last Drunk year. British. Three-year-olds don't care about live orchestras, Leo. You're just you're just repeating uh, yourself. Oh, and also, do. The, the main clientele uh-huh. of that concert were saddos like me and Craig, not children who were justified. I don't, the child was not the issue. The issue was more the mum. Yeah. Not telling the kid to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then, when the kid was quiet, the mum's going, look, look what's in it, it's so pretty on the screen, shut the fuck up! And then, thankfully, there was an intermission, so the kid, the kid fell asleep, because uh, by about... Because it was four. Five minutes yeah. into the second half, because it was about quarter to nine, and it shut up, and it was like, for the last half hour, it's like, can you hear the music? 
can see the screen. This, this is beautiful. This is awesome. Yeah. This is no, great. This is worth great. all this money. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it it's a very good film. And, it was and great. And Leo is very wrong. But um, The Holiday, it's not... It's that, so Sorry. I was going to sort of ask everyone oh. to, to put forward one bad Christmas film each. So is that your choice? The Holiday? Yeah. What do you think the thing is, right? You're so, definitely wrong about that. It's not a I'm bad... Not de- I'm not definitely wrong. I'm definitely You're allowed to not like it, but it's not the worst Christmas wrong. film. Definitely wrong. <laughs> <So, laughs> you're 100% wrong. Oh, you're not as wrong as Leo about the Muppets, but you're still wrong. I just never thought I'd see such you know, critically acclaimed actors, well, apart from Jack Black, put in such just crap performances. You know, I, I know it's a Christmas film, so it's not I'm not wanting an Oscar-winning performance from a film like that. No, it's, no, no, it's no. a fluffy, warm, turtleneck film that I'm all there for. Well, it's fluffy, warm, Jude Law turtleneck looks shy. fucking great. There was, there, was, there was one scene, right, where Cameron Diaz opens the door and Jude Law's there and he looks a bit roughed up and she thinks, oh, he's been shagging behind my back. And then this, like, six-year-old comes along and says, how do you do? Would you like some tea? And me and my brother just piss ourselves laughing because that is exactly what Leo thinks we all sound like. That's the one that's the whole world. Such an American production of British culture. That's a fair choice. Craig, do you have a... When you fucking can't come to Greece and go, oh, Mamma Mia, yes, we're going to we dance with flip-flops. For the record, I fucking hate Mamma Mia. That's fine, but when the Americans think you're fucking wanker and go, oh, would you like some tea? Which you do is racist. Oh, when have I ever offered you a cup of tea? You haven't, but... <laughs> because you're a fucking cow. So I'm a terrible host. <laughs> anyway, Craig, do you have a, a film to put forward as your worst Christmas film? Shut I don't up. know. Jingle All The Way? That's pretty bad. I've never no, seen it. No, it's not. Watch, t- t- watch what? J- how, how can you dislike The Holiday but like is Jingle... That the one with, is that the one with Arnie? That's the one with Arnie. But cook it down! Now, put that yeah. cookie down. I've never oh seen God, it. I, I hold on. That as a kid on VCR. It's awful. I've, I don't think, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think I've seen this, but like, let's let's hear about it. Well, he's a terrible person in Jingle All the Way. It's just right. a horrible, horrible piece of shit. Have you seen it, Leo? Is it with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, I've seen glimpses of it. Go on, Craig. Oh, it's just, it's just awful. There's, there's, there's horrible jokes in there. Very bad taste jokes. About paedophilia, because there's a scene with kids in a ball pen where there's insinuation. It's just terrible. It's an awful, awful piece of crap. It's, it's Arnie. It's Arnie doing comedy. That is very good. Have you not seen the one where, he, where he's like a teacher at a preschool? What one's that? I don't remember the name. Kindergarten Cop. Oh, yes, that is such yeah. a good film. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but that's because Kindergarten Cop. Have you ever seen him? Um, I think Kindergarten Cop was what's Ivan the, Reitman, that's what, why. What's the, the one? Oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Okay, okay. So, what's the film when Arnie's like pregnant or something? What's that? What? Is uh, that, that I, don't, is a, I don't know if it's no that, because there's he does two with Danny DeVito. There's twins. Yeah, twins. Yeah. Oh, one of the twin brothers. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the other, and they're talking about making a, a sequel to Twins with I don't know if it was Eddie Murphy. Right. So you've got a, a huge muscly guy, a midget, and then a black guy. So I'm wondering if I'm getting Jingle all the way mixed up. What's the film where a dad accidentally murders Santa? Oh, ah, that's Santa. Santa Claus. That's what that was going to be my pick. I, that's okay. What well, I'm well, well, that's a good way. That segues us nicely, Leo. Is oh, that thanks you? for this pass, uh, Liv. That's my film. That's yeah. fucking brilliant. That is awful. Right. Well, yeah. what, okay. American Santa so, Claus. So the Santa. It was an it, so what this, what's this film called for your choice? Called Santa. Santa. Well, I was in between this and Elf. What? 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 Whoa, 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 whoa. Elf! Well, hold on, like hold on. You oh, motherfucker. Th- this is an interesting one. I think we talked about this last year, but we'll come on to the Elf thing in five minutes because I've got something to say about that. God, we're going to have to listen first, to him for five fir- minutes. First of, first of all, Santa, talk about well, this. Well, I think the thing is, right, I, I think Christmas films are overall awful. So, yeah, I don't like Elf. 
or Santa because I didn't grow up with them. I saw them later on, and they're yeah. awful films. Like they're not good. I didn't. When you're 15, 16, and you watch, what's his name? Will Farrell go? Oh, I like pasta with candy. It's not funny. <laughs> so that so that's Elf. <laughs> yeah, that's Elf. That's Elf. Right. Well, so well, Santa. Santa's weird mm-hmm. because this guy murdered Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And then puts his pants on for never, some reason, I've and then it's not called Santa; it's called the Santa Claus. I've never seen it. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, Crego. No, 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 no. no, no, no because there's a, there's another film yeah. called Santa Claus. I think that's a good distinction for Craig. What's to his make. name? He's very, pretty, he's a big Tim actor. Tim Allen. Yes, there you go. Thank you. Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story. I didn't know that. He, he was in a TV sitcom called Home Improvement as well. And he was in the other one, like uh, when he's a dad and like everyone. Be- anyway, um, yeah. See, it's weird because he murders fucking Santa Claus in the first five minutes of the film. <laughs> And then he does this whole, like, Bruce Almighty thing where he transforms into Santa Claus slowly. And then just rocks up to the North Pole. And everyone's like, oh, you murdered Santa Claus. Cool. You're the new Santa Claus now. <laughs> <laughs> do, you think, do you think there should be a sequel where he goes to trial? There is a sequel. There's, there's, there's three of them. Yeah, there's yeah. three. So he, so does he murder anyone in the other two films? I haven't seen the other two films. But, but let's come on to Elf because we did a poll for this episode. So when we were make, when our announced we were doing our special, uh-huh. I asked our listeners what their worst film was. And the only answer I got back, I'm not lying to you, four people got in touch to say Elf. But it's, not, it's not a good film. Is it? Oh, do you know so, what? so I'll tell you the other ones that we got in a minute. Yeah. But we El- cried when we yeah. watched it. But anyway, yeah, you're fucking wimps. I, I will tell. I think I told this anecdote on last year's podcast, and this is my issue with Elf. And I don't even think it's a bad film. It's a good, mm-hmm. right. When I was in high school, there was a day in you know the last day of school before the half day. You usually had a half day in the last day, but the day before it was just like you put a film. The teachers were like, "Get a Christmas film on. We're not doing any work today." So every single period at, at school, every class, they said. Bar one that day, so there were six classes a day at my school. Bar one class, every single class we watched Elf. But obviously you only have 50 minutes for a class. We watched the first half of Elf five times in one day. You- so I'd never seen the second <laughs> half of it. So I just had to repeatedly so you watch. you don't know how it ends. No, no, I have, I have seen the second half. Obviously I'd seen the film before that as well. But there was just this day where I just kept having to watch. Being forced to watch the first half of Elf. Um, so whenever it's on TV, see if it's like an hour and a, an hour and a bit in, I'm there. I'll, I'll sit and watch the second half. I can never watch the start of that film ever again. I, I oh, think no. I like Elf because it's because uh, I'm quite childish around Christmas. I'm not quite, a bad film, to I, be Craig? Fair. I, get, I get very squeaky and excited, don't I? It's, it's a perfect Christmas film. It it's a bad. very good Christmas film. And as I say, like I don't Although, think it's a bad will, film. I, will, I just I have add. a personal reason why I don't like it. What I will say, okay, one thing, oh, I'm going to hate myself saying this. I love Zoe Deschanel, but... I just, I just feel like it might have been someone better for that role. Can I say I something? I actually like Zoe Deschanel in that more than anything else because she's a bit cynical. She's not ditzy she's not this stupid. Can I say something? Yeah. No. We've all four of us have watched Santa Puppies and yet no. Santa none of buddies. us. Santa, Santa, Santa buddies. buddies. Oh, that's Santa's actually a good buddies, one yeah. to talk about. Because none of us have went. I, oh I yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I thought about this as well. As I thought, this was in my contention for my worst Christmas film, right? So Santa Buddies. So I had a Christmas. Santa Buddies or Santa, Santa Buddies? Think, it was called. I think. I think it's Santa Buddies. It's Santa Buddies. There's yeah. like no, seven of them. Santa Buddies, but it doesn't really matter what it's called. There are sequels to it. So one of them is Yeah. So what happened was a few years ago, I had like a group of friends, all my our friends from this course we were on the masters, the film course and that and screenwriting course. we had had everyone around for a Christmas film night and no one could think of it if it's serious to watch so for some bizarre reason we watched this terrible film called Santa Buddy the bizarre what? reason is that I put it on and I just went fuck you all yeah. we're watching so this and this I, film I, I was racist I was going to say 
<laughs> the reason why it hasn't been put in my worst Christmas film is because when we watched it, we were all so hysterically laughing. <laughs> yeah, it was a good we night. We had such a funny evening. There was a break so dancing I, dog. There was a break dancing dog, and then there was a Jamaican dog. It was so racist. It was so stereotyped. Yeah, that's a good shout to bring that one up. Um, so, the, so obviously, I'll, I'll give one as well. Um, and I was thinking about what the worst Christmas film, and mine's got to got to be Last Christmas. Has anyone seen that? I've heard about horrendous it. film. Oh, I watched it. I, mean, la- it I, ironic, I actually, wa- I was about to be. I didn't even mean this, but I actually watched that last Christmas. I watched this for the first. I mean, you day. can't say that because Emma Thompson lives like what five minutes. Well, listen, <laughs> Emma, Tom- she? Emma she? Thompson. Yeah, she, she does. She lives in. What? What? What I will say is right. Emma you Thompson. Yeah. Emma Thompson, fantastic writer, fantastic actor. What was she doing there? Is that shocking? No one else seen well, that. Well, you said something the other night, which is actually pretty pertinent, that she's been riding the coattails. She's been riding of... the coattails of Sense and Sensibility for 25 years, that's why. <laughs> well, listen, I'm not going to slag off a star like that on this podcast. You will not world. hear that from me personally. <laughs> you're allowed that opinion. I just say to the listeners, I'm Emma Thompson. If you ever want to come on this, you're she's more than actress. Yeah, she is. Aye. Yeah, she, um, I do. I do. But last Christmas... And also, anyway. she comes across, actually, as incredibly, you know... Genuine. Yeah. She's got a lot of humility about her. But, so yeah, so I, I like her. Just for that film so was shite. You, yeah, was have you seen it, Liv? Because you're a big. You know, you like uh, George Michael and stuff. I I felt it was an insult to George. So it was I an insult away. to George. It was terrible. I know. Terrible. I know what the someone said. The to ending me, so. is the worst screen. And obviously, obviously, what? as a script editor, I, I, this is a <laughs> this is a hard thing to do. I genuinely think that might be some of the worst writing I've ever seen. So I I was working with someone and bless her, she's very sweet, but she's not very clued on about films and she went have you not seen last christmas oh my god so the ending is such a good twist i was like let me guess it, uh, last christmas i gave you my heart it's about heart transplant isn't it she went oh my god it is but i was so i was shook oh, and i was like it's so cringy i'm so sorry obvious. i'm sorry it's just it's just cringe isn't it i bet there was going to be one point when they say step into christmas or something. yeah so no, absolutely. Well, anyway, I just, I, before we move on to the next guy, I just want to quickly read out some of the our listeners got in touch, and there's a few of the, the other suggestions. So, as I say, mostly Elf, um, and the ones we talked about, San, San, the Santa Claus was also a suggestion. What? Your one was also suggested by a listener. Santa Buddies? The Santa Claus one. Ah, the Santa Claus one, yeah. Cool. San, Santa Buddies is awful for another reason. It fails, <laughs> I'm going to sound really geekish here, it fails on an absolute dramatic structure point of view. So the, the main dog is a clumsy oaf who all the other... He, he comes into this environment and he meets all these new dogs, all these new friends, and they all fucking hate him because he's the new dog and he's clumsy and he's all this kind of stuff. And then Christopher Lloyd, whose career's obviously gone down the toilet, is a dog snatcher. Now what should happen in the story is that Christopher Lloyd should snatch all the other dogs and the puppy should rise to the occasion and rescue them all. No, he gets kidnapped and the dogs... Who are all little wankers? <laughs> rescue him! Like, you got that completely wrong. Why do you yeah, remember the story? I was going to say, how do you remember yeah, this? I don't remember the Brent dancing. I was so insulted because I was like, the person who made and wrote this will be a millionaire because yeah. it's Disney. He will be a fucking millionaire, and he cannot even get storytelling right on I, the most I basic. I have to be honest. I do um, not remember a single part of yeah, the story yeah. aside from the breakdancing dog and the and the, dog. And the, and oh, the racist the end, entourage. We go around all the dogs in all parts of the world, and there's a dog wearing a Rastafarian hat in <laughs> yeah, Jamaica. That's so cool. So problematic. They go to China, and isn't one of them? I don't know. Does he have chopsticks? I don't know. <laughs> then they go somewhere else. One of them yeah. has dreadlocks. Um, yeah, they're well, 
one, isn't there? Well, there's, an Ita- there's a French yeah. one. There's a French one. Well, yeah, no, it's a, te- yeah. it's a terrible film. But a few, a few of the other suggestions we got from listeners. Name names. So I'm not naming the people. It's some of them are known as. But one of them, this is a terrible film, and I actually, ironically, I actually watched this for the first time last week, so quite fittingly. Sleepless in Seattle. No, that's a. <laughs> that is, that's a shit film. I would not have anyone slag off Nora Ephron. It's not the best film. How Much Size is our best film, obviously. Everyone no, knows it's that. Not. However, um, well, it is Nora Ephron's best film. You can not like the film, but that is anyway. Stop we'll get, moving How Much Size, not Sleepless in. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Somebody suggested a film called Black Christmas, but the remake oh, yeah. of it. Has anyone seen the feminist remake of Black Christmas? Can I just? But I don't know. Why I need. I don't need to say the feminist because that makes me sound like such an insult. Oh, but they made a remake of Black Christmas a few years ago, and it, I get what was trying to do, and it could have been brilliant. They missed the mark. So, so, hang on, hang so hang on, far. Let me let me say something about go interruption. Just no, a quick question: Was this based? Because I've never heard of Black Christmas. Is it a horror film or something? Yeah. Right. Sla- so it's they- just, it was actually the re- the first ever slasher from and the so original. Did they make a remake including all women? No, so they sort of did this remake and it's basically like, it's about sorority sisters and it basically, but the way it goes about it is, it, I know what it was trying to do, but it basically the storyline is it's like all these men at the university, every single man in it's evil and then the sorority sisters are getting all murdered you know by these the, men you know the and they have to like fight them. It's, it's just the really not a good with, film. With remakes, not well, a good film. The fucking re- the problem with remakes where they're like, okay, we've got a male dominated film. Well, then remake it so it's female dominated yeah. because that will mean that we uh, then adhere to feminism and that everyone's equal. It's the laziest form of feminism. Instead, instead of remaking male films about women, why don't you just make great original female-based films? I agree. Yes. No, I agree. The, fe- the, the, whole the, fe- other... the female Ghostbusters is the uh, like we watched a review of it the other day, and this isn't any criticism towards any of the actresses in or it, the crew or the crew, but it's the laziest form of feminism to go. Oh look, there's a male version of a film. Let's put women in it. And then there we go. Job fair. done. Well, it's what just we, make what we good say female-led yeah, films. Make good female-led stories. You know, and you had them. Ocean's Eight. I've actually never seen Ocean's Eight. I've heard it's all right, but you know, you, you've taken a male-dominated story and you've just gone, "Oh, if we shove some women in it, maybe rejig their characters a bit." But you've got almost identical copies. You know what you want? One who's great at computers. One who's great at this. One who's great at that. So lazy. Do you know which you've got, you've got you've got millions of female yeah. writers out there who just need that chance but you give it to the same people the same time because it makes you the best money it's you know which franchise has 100%. strong independent female characters from the beginning Edinburgh Napier University no Matt <laughs> yeah that, that too that too <laughs> they're fast and they're furious mm, oh yes me and, me and Leah have had a conversation about this <laughs> they're fast and they're fucking furious one in 2001 that's a great Christmas two film two very eh? strong female leads just saying oh fair I've never seen it it's the first one I don't think so um, cool. But anyway, thank you for for sharing the films. Um, well, we're, we're, we don't have. We're gonna. We'll keep this one a bit quicker. But I really enjoyed that conversation. Before Santa arrives with his uh, Christmas quiz, very shortly, he's on his way with the reindeer, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought we could quickly talk because because obviously we got. Sadly, we got an English person in. Mm. Me and Craig representing the the lovely country <laughs> of Sco- <laughs> Scotland, <laughs> and then of course so we have bitter. we have a Greek in the room. <laughs> so I thought we could quickly touch on like our sort of favorite our favorite Christmas tra- traditions. So Leo, as the exotic Greek in the room, what is your? Um, well, first of all, Jamie, thanks for uh, this uh, wonderful seg- segue. Uh, we don't really celebrate Christmas. Well, no, we do. But New Year's is bigger in Greece than Christmas. Christmas is usually, oh, we'll have like lunch together and then everyone can go about their way. So all the Santa... Go about their way. Yeah, you know, I go out with my friends, my mom go out with her friends. It's... We don't really do Christmas the way you guys do. We do New Year's the same way. So New Year's is when we exchange gifts, when Santa comes, when we count down and all that stuff. 
Um, what we used to do in Greece that we don't do anymore because America is we instead of uh, trees we used to decorate uh, miniature boats because we're a seafaring country. Oh, that's lovely. You used to create what? Miniature boats that's because really we're nice. a seafaring oh, country. Somebody said bolts as in bolts of lightning. Anyway. <laughs> That's really nice. racist. Moving on. That's, That's really racist. Anyway. Because, Zeus, because Zeus is just raining down his bolts of lightning for them to deck. Anyway, anyway Leo, that Leo that's, that, that sounds really nice, Meg. Keep talking about that. Uh, yeah, so we decorate boats <laughs> instead of uh, trees. We don't do it anymore, but that used to happen. And then we are very traditional in the way we do things. We all get together, like family and family friends. We eat, we drink, we play poker, we count down the New Year's thing. We're like, oh yeah, New Year's, and then we play. play yeah, we play some more poker. That's I. lovely. You gamble. Texas Hold'em. Uh, no, the, what's the one with the two cards? Twenty-one something. No, that's Texas Hold'em. Texas Hold'em, yes. Texas Hold'em, it is. <laughs> well, hold on, we're Santa here. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh, Santa's on his way with his gamble. Why is Santa like... naked? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's bluffing. Oh, actually, what we do do is we eat. What we call Vasilopita, which is like a, a cake pie. Velociraptor. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Lev, come on. It has a coin in, and then we, we we make a cross on it, because Jesus. And then we dedicate one slice to each and every one of the guests. Oh, and nice. then we eat it, and then whoever gets the slice with a coin in is supposed to have good luck for the rest of the year. We did that with you, But Lev. you didn't put a co- coin in, did yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Did you? Who got it? I. I think... I think... <laughs> It was when I sliced. I remember the slice, It was in the middle. Yeah, um, so that, that sounds in. great. Um, Liv, as the the English in the room, um, so only you're on... not also bitter just because we beat you in the Euro. You know you didn't. No, you did not. And we will talk about this. Well, well, we, we, get, t- well, well, we, we will get, talk about this in the New Year special. Did you come in the t- in the league? We Listen, we, we, we beat Liv. I'll, I'll have you know we beat, makes no sense. we beat you nil nil at Wembley, and, and that's you're the embarrassing truth. yourself. Anyway, right. um, as like as as the English person in the room, what what are your Christmas tradi- traditions, Liv? I get drunk with my brother the night before, so Christmas Eve. So we it did be, So this is our first Christmas in Scotland. We've never had a Christmas outside of Worthing. Oh, that's good. It's like Gavin and Stacey Christmas. Baby. Yeah, exactly. We're emigrating yeah. for Christmas. But um, so what I usually do is I usually uh, have Christmas Eve. I go out with friends. What I do on Christmas is the day before, well, Christmas Eve in the evening, me and my brother go out with friends. And we usually get, so what happens is we every year we say, oh, we won't open presents early this year. We'll do it on Christmas morning like we're supposed to, but we'll get so drunk in the evening and we'll be like, do you want to open your present? Yeah, yeah, do you want yours? So on Christmas Eve night, I'll open my presents with Ed, like each other's presents then on Christmas morning mum will wake us up we're a bit hungover and we'll go downstairs and do our presents and then we'll just start drinking at like 11 and then Ed makes a smashing turkey dinner mum and dad have nothing to do with it then we play articulate in the evening and my dad gets really depressed because he is a very clever man and he's a chartered accountant and yet he can't figure out how to play a simple game of Pictionary and then my granny usually says something inappropriate that upsets my mum. <laughs> and then we usually watch sitcoms and then keep drinking. Lovely. So that wasn't as exciting as my first answer, which has been cancelled uh, due to censorship. But it's fine because on the outrated version, I'll just tell you what I really yeah. get up to on Christmas Day. I mean, that didn't that sounded quite universal, but yeah. that's not a bad thing. What about you, Craig? What do you do? You have do you make a big fuss about Christmas? I know your birthday's on Boxing Day, so that must change it a wee bit. Nah, 
Everybody says that. Everybody says, oh, it must be shit having your birthday on Boxing I, I, Day. I wouldn't say shit, but it just moves. No, I get double the amount of presents. It's awesome. No, uh, there's no longer really any kind of Christmas tradition with us anymore. We did the same. I had, we had maybe four or five years, me and my mates would go... We, well, we lived in Musselburgh, which is where you obviously went to uni. Yeah, Queen Margaret. Everybody, you'd end up going, you know, down to the Weatherspoons and all that kind of stuff. That's what we all did the as other well. Spoons Miss Eve. Yeah. And just, yeah, you'd just drink with your mates and bump into everybody that you went to school, went to school with. That's exactly the same as mine. And you don't want to see anymore. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fucking hell. I know. It literally, you, you, go, you go to the pub, you're like, oh, Jesus, I don't want to speak to that person ever again. Exactly. I'll see you next Christmas, mate. You smile, yeah. So, and then that's uh, it. That's pretty much it. Well, anyway, yeah, no, but but my, my sort of Christmas tradition is quite similar to Craig. Like, it's sort of, you know, Santa, who's not here yet, will uh, agree with me that, you know, we used to always go down spoons or, like, the pubs in Glenrothes and just see everyone from school and have a good old bevy. And, uh, good old bevy. Be very hungover on Christmas Day. It was always like your, when I had a little, my little brother Bryce would, you know, when he was a lot younger, when I was, you know, when he was maybe still, like, you know, quite a young lad. And I was first starting going to Spoons. He'd come in and be like, he'd really want me to get up for Christmas. And it'd be like seven in the morning. I'm like, like mate, fuck off. And they're like, no, no oh, happening. My mum used to put, so it's on her phone, she used to just blast last Christmas into mine and my brother's bedrooms. Because we're a very George Michael heavy family. Yeah, and every Christmas morning we'd be like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. But as soon as we got up, as soon as we got downstairs for the presents, we loved it. Yeah. Well, anyway, thank you guys for chatting about sort of the worst films and, and our Christmas traditions. But I believe Father Christmas has arrived. Who's that? <laughs> oh my ding, God! Oh my God! Have you been here the whole time? Santa! Ding, 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 Santa, you've lost ding, weight. Ding, ding. Yeah. Ho, 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 you <laughs> bunch of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's your wonderful editor-in-chief, Ellie Mitchell here. Welcome to the Just Get Real Job Christmas Quiz of oh my 2021. God. Is that Elliot Mitchell, Slimmer of the Year? Yes, it is. <laughs> so now we've got a quiz for you, ladies and gentlemen. And it'll consist of four rounds. We've got a very special Christmas round as well. I'm really excited. Very excited for the quiz last year. It was great, Elliot. So what have you got in store for us today? So we have questions for each contestant here. So we have four questions in each category. And also four questions in the Christmas round as well. So I will ask each person a question, yeah. and they must answer correctly, otherwise it gets passed can I, the Can room. I quickly say, do you remember last year Leo very, very controversially won the quiz because he was Googling answers because he was on Zoom? Now you're in the room, and your phone's being your taken phone away. Your phone is right over here, Classic so. Kyle Dolan move. I mean, yeah. you can beat about me kicking your ass on the Shit. fine art um, category, but truth is you're all gorgeous wines, and I don't care. I can I just say a massive shout out to Kyle, Kyle Doan, who's a patron of this podcast. We've very, very, <laughs> very more much, money than sense. We very much, <laughs> we very much appreciate your support. And Congratulations thank- on reaching the finals in your volleyball tournament. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Father Christmas, take it away. So uh, the rules, like the same as before last year, is that I will ask a question for each contestant in each category, and you are required to answer correctly. If not, it gets passed around the room, and if not. I reveal the answer, we go on to the next question. Perfect. So, if you're ready... I'm ready. We'll go for... Your first category is film and television. Ooh. And the first question is for Leo. Ooh. Oh, Okay. Your question is, who played Reagan McNeil in The Exorcist? 
I haven't seen The Exorcist. I don't watch horrors. Have a guess. Jane McKinley. Okay, he's passed to the room. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I, 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 I honestly don't know. I've, I know seen, I've the seen The Exorcist, but I don't know who it is. I know who plays the mum, but... Linda Blair? That's it, yes. That's the correct answer. It is. Well done, Craig. Well Craig came last last year, so Sorry. he's going for the win this year. Jay McKinley plays the police officer on upcoming drama, Karen Perry. <laughs> <laughs> That's the correct fact. The next question is for Jamie. Okay, ready to go, buddy. Congratulations. Your question is, Ant and Dick first worked together on which children's television <gasps> drama? I actually... Uh, was it uh, Ant and Dick in the Bungalow? No, no, no. What? what? you No, no that's hey, it. Hey, hey, the shotgun, shotgun. Biker Grove. Hey, it's Biker Grove. No, that's the correct answer. I'm thinking of it. Dick in the Bungalow. <laughs> no, you're Dick and Dom, you fucking moron. Oh, you A totally Ant different double. I can't believe that my listeners are going to think I'm I, a fucking you. idiot. You're dyslexic, fuck. Who's keeping score here? <laughs> Santa, you keeping score? Yeah, we'll yeah, keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, he's keeping score. Craig and Lever on joint one point. Anyway, sorry. Anton Deck's bungalow. I feel sick. I can't believe I said that. Right, we go swiftly on. The next question is for Liv. Fantastic. For what is Hope Nancy Cartwright known for? Nancy Cartwright. <gasps> I know this. She's a singer. Pass to the room. Uh, she plays. She's in Stranger Things. Nope. It's the actual person. It's right. an actual well, person I, I called didn't Nancy know that. Cartwright. So no, none of us no, know no it. Idea. Sorry. The correct answer was the voice of Bart Simpson in The Simpsons. Uh, you know. You know what? Can I just say it right? You are like that quiz master in that episode of Still Game that's really aggressive to the, the punters. Hey, time! Anyway, Elliot, sorry. We'll go for another question then. So, so this question is for Craig. In what year did Coronation Street first air on ITV? What the fuck am I supposed to buzz on? Just shout out. Just shout out. Just shout out. 1962. Pass the room. Buzz. 1958. Pass the room. 1960. 1960 is the correct answer. Oh, fuck. Me and Craig were close on either side of it, but fair play. Anyway. Okay. So uh, should we move on to the next round then? The next round, Santa. Well, move on to the next round. Your next round is music. Uh, the answer oh. is the answer is Eddie String. Oh yeah. Can I just say Eddie String was a wonderful guest on episode <laughs> episode forty eight of the podcast. Go and go and listen. Uh, forty seven actually. Sorry. It was funny. That's actually. a good movie. See, whenever you quote podcasts, I'm like, has he got a fucking notebook, an encyclopedia of all his podcasts he's done? But you've memorised that he's got no fucking you notes whatsoever. Dick. People, well done. You clever dick. Well Bravo. Okay, so the first question in the music round is for Jamie McKinley. I'm, I'm ready for it, buddy. What was the stage name of Anna Mae Bullock? Annie Lennox? <laughs> Pass to the room. Lady Gaga? No, Pass to the room. Um, Anna Mae Bullock. Anna Mae Buttocks. That's what I Buttocks. Bullock. I'm a Bullock. Bullock. <laughs> I'm a bollocks. <laughs> Annie Mae Bollocks. Is it Sandra Bullock? I don't know. Pass to the room. Sandra <laughs> Bullock. That's the, that's the closest I, I could no get. No idea, Elliot. The answer is Tina Turner. Oh my oh. god. Oh, I totally knew that. Yeah, fair enough. You would change your name to Tina Turner, wouldn't <laughs> anyway. you, from that? <laughs> the next question is for Craig. Which Pink Floyd album features the song Comfortably Numb? Oh, I know this. Is it just. Is the album actually called Another Brick in the Wall? No, and it's the wrong one. Past the room. I think. I, I know it's the one that. 
has the song Wish You Were Here on it because it's about his schizophrenic That's not threat, the name of the album. But I know, well, I'm talking my way through the answer, you knob. You, you just answer the question. You get five seconds. You don't get to talk Elliot through oh, your so, thinking. So, sorry, I didn't, I didn't hear that rule. But it's just an obvious rule. You could have answered that by now. Fucking hell. <laughs> you know what? I'd give up. I don't even want the point anymore. It's not worth Anybody it. Anybody answer the question now? I oh. can't remember the name of the album. Is it like... The... Oh, sorry, you've already got like, a couple of seconds to answer the question. I just you said. Well, I don't know. There's my answer. The answer is the wall. The wall. Oh. So Craig just said to you. Oh, he you said another no, brick in the wall. I can't accept that answer, I'm afraid. I'm sorry. Next question is for Leo. Yes. It's so well. I already know I'm going to answer that, yeah. Which female artist headlined the One Love Manchester concert in 2017? 2017, uh, One Love Manchester concert. Uh, Ariana Grande? That's Craig. Hey. Ariana Grande. Okay, that was a brilliant concert, that was. So I've done Craig, I've done Jamie, I've done Leo, and oh, the last question me, was right, to son. live. And this one's a special one because we have a former guest on our podcast oh. who's done a video message for us. <gasps> oh my God. A video message? Is well, it... a, a voice message. I mean, there you go. But... Is it Jamie Forburn? I'm afraid not. He's a legend. He's a legend. And episode 36 of the podcast. There you go. <laughs> so this question is from former you guest. You can't read a book, but you're rain man when it comes to the podcast numbers. So <laughs> this, this question is from our former guest and... From Southern Australia, Kyle Dolan. Oh, oh the king. So, the Kyle, what's master. your question? Hi, Jamie and Elliot. It's Kyle here um, from episode 12 of Just Get a Real Job, which is not for me to say, but I know that some people refer to it as the standout episode of the series. I'm here to ask a question uh, about music that I've been given by the editor in chief himself. And here it goes. What musician was deported from Japan in the 1980s for possession of marijuana? Oh, Kyle, it's great to hear from you, mate. Fucking I hope you're hell. good. Absolute legend. The most unKyle I was going to say, ever. if anyone has ever actually not met Kyle and that is the first impression you get of him, he couldn't be any more different. <laughs> nah, shout out to Kyle. Great, um, great guy. In well. the 80s, deported from Japan. For possession of marijuana. I'm going to just take a stab in the dark and say that David Bowie. Pass to the room. Pass to the room. 1980. I mean, to be fair, it was alive some of 1980. There you go. <laughs> um, was it, was it um, Iggy Pop? Pass to the room. No one knows, mate, I don't think. Nobody knows. Uh, I've got nothing right in this. So one last guess before Kyle reveals the Can answer. Adamant. Okay, uh, well, so Kyle, what's the answer? The answer is, of course, my friend and yours, Mr. Paul McCartney. Ah, oh, so, excuse me. Which fucking friend is Paul McCartney? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, thanks, Kyle. Massive, massive shout out to Kyle Legend. And anyway, Elliot, what's the next? Next round, round we got literature. Oh, oh, God. God. It's a creative arts podcast. None of us are anything right here. But anyway, Elliot. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> let's not have Fifty Shades of Grey be in this category no I learned my lesson unless the answer is tiger who came to tea I'm pretty much out (laughs) okay right so first question is for Liv oh god how many balls are used in a in in total in a game of Quidditch I fucking hate Harry Potter (laughs) can I just quickly make a point of the podcast I like Harry Potter, but can I just... Does anyone else agree that adults that just love Harry Potter are a bit yeah, fucking it's sad? Yeah. Yeah. They suck. Can I buzz? Uh, no, it lives... Uh, I'll buzz. I, I, How many no, balls? Right, 
hang on, let me take a stab in the dark. Right, so I remember. You're going to talk us through your answer again. Just answer the question or not. Oh, says you, fucking rambler. Bloody hell. I'm know. the host of this, but I do say I want. four. There we go, four. Fuck off. Two, or was it four? Was right? Four is the correct answer. Thank you very much. <laughs> I knew that. See, you two have got it off, man. What is this? What is this? Leo, Leo knew that anyway, but we'll move on. Let's okay. Next question is for Craig. So, which book has the following opening line? The first place that I can well remember was a large, pleasant meadow with a pond of clear water in it. Buzz. Atonement? Pass the room. Tiger who came to tea. <laughs> Pass to the room. The Blue Lagoon. Pass to the room. Was it, um, what's it called again? The one with the whale in it. Um, Free Willy. <laughs> Free Willy. <laughs> no, Willy. You're thinking of Moby Dick and it's, Mo- not, it's not Moby Dick. Free Willy. <laughs> no, because the other thing to Moby Dick is call me Ishmael. Oh, fuck it, yeah. Well, I don't, none of us know Elliot. We, how many, can I just say, I feel more questions have been passed than answered and that says all. No, it's just because you're all dumb, but there we go. The correct answer was Black Beauty by Anna Sewell. Oh, shit, so uh, I, was, I was close because I was the only one who mentioned like a four-legged animal. <laughs> so technically, I was the closest to a tiger who came Anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> okay, we'll move on to the next one. So, the next question is for Leo. Published in 2017, <laughs> Only Fools and Stories is whose second autobiography? Buzz! Buzz, no, no. Come, Dune, it's my turn. Uh, can you read the title again, please? Okay, so published in 2017, Only Fools and Stories is whose second autobiography? I have no idea. Buzz, buzz. Buzz. So it's David Jason. It's correct, yes. Yeah, it's from Only Fools and Horses. David Jason from Only Fools and Horses. Anyway, is it my question next? <laughs> what do you mean, what the fuck is that? Anyway, right, last question for literature is for Jamie McKinley. Okay. That's going to be. Which historical novel by Arthur Golden in 1997 was later turned into a film of the same name? No idea, mate. Pass to the room. What year did the film come out? Yeah, can you give us that? <laughs> can you tell us what the film was called? I can't because it's the title <laughs> of the film, you daft. <laughs> How would you just say it? Who directed the film? I can't. What year did they film? That's come not out? the question. Because you don't know. <laughs> that's not the question. <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> I'll read out the question again. Which historical novel fine. by Arthur Golden in 1997 oh, was later turned into a film of the same name? Bridge of Spies. No. Oh, talking of bridges, Terabithia. No, <laughs> that is the saddest film ever. I've never watched it. Heartbreaking stuff. <laughs> was Nobody it? Know? Was it the Goldfinch? No. Nobody know. No. It was Memoirs of a Geisha. Oh, oh obviously, yeah. Come on. Put that in my sitcom. <laughs> anyway, Elliot, next round. Right, the next one is art. <laughs> So oh if you thought that God. was hard, this is going to be some I've bullshit. Had zero, I, I've had zero points so far, so I think I'm going to... Hang on, what's the scores on the doors? Oh, uh, so, so you're you've in both on three. Two, you've got three, Leo has one, Jamie has none. Uh, well, you're not really giving me much of a chance. Conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Check the Man United score in a minute, I forgot so. what we were playing. Sorry. 
The first question is for Craig. Oh, good luck. And is which famous painter was also a sculptor, an architect, and an engineer? It could be any of them. Uh, I'm just going to say, well, the one that comes to mind is Leonardo da Vinci. That's the correct answer. Sorry. Why does Craig get all the easy questions? No, they're that not. So there's some of them are not being easy. Because he came fairness. last last year. Is this like a fix? Jamie, it's not because the questions are hard. It's just because you're really dumb. Listen, mate. I've got a master's degree with distinction. <laughs> did you get a distinction? Yeah, I did. That's so unfair. He got <laughs> distinction. <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay. got two weeks extra no, I tell you why, in. it's because it's script writing. You don't have to have idiots on your team. Am I right, Leo? Oh. Okay, 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 okay. So the next I'm pretty question. sure if I didn't work with Leo, I would definitely have got a distinction at one right. anyway, anyway, listen, the next question is for Jamie. <laughs> Rene Marguerite's The Son of Man depicts a man in a suit and bowler hat... Which fruit is covering his buzz, face? Buzz, buzz, no, they off. haven't even given me a chance to answer yet. You're distracting me. Can I have a chance to think? Yet? Oh, Can you repeat the question? Please. I didn't hear the end of the so question. Guys, listen. Let me let me let Jamie on, listen. Rene Marguerite, the son of man, depicts a man in a suit and bowler hat. <laughs> Which fruit is covering his face? Buzz, buzz. Buzz. It's an apple. No. It is a correct answer. Fuck off! It's a green apple. It's no, it's an apple. apple. I didn't say what colour of fruit. Fuck off. I didn't say what colour of fruit. It's I'm the fruit. I'm bleeding. Anyway, I, I said the wrong one. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Did somebody punch you in the face? No, it's because we were play fighting to try and get the buzz. So she I, bit her own lip. I bit my own lip. Anyway, stop. Okay, the next question in art is, is for... the first bloodshed <laughs> you've had on your podcast? <laughs> yeah, it literally is. <laughs> right, let's Fuck see. Next question is for Liv, okay? <laughs> We've done the second hard, part. Yeah. <laughs> We've still got out. a whole episode to go. <laughs> it's all right, it'll be fine. So, the question is... <laughs> The question is, what was the name of Banksy's 2015 pop-up exhibition in Western Supermare? I don't know. I can't see straight. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of it? Yeah, Liv, what was the name Liv of Banksy's has, For the 20- listeners, Liv has actually somehow punched herself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to say buzz before Craig, and I um, bit my own lip, <laughs> and I'm really bleeding <laughs> my lip. Anyway, I hope you're okay, Liv. Uh, Sorry about that. I'll, I'll so yeah, I'll, I'll right. say again, what was the name of Banksy's 2015 pop-up exhibition in Western Supermare? I have no fucking idea. Buzz to the room? Buzz. Yeah. Banksy. Oh, that's the name <laughs> of the artist. Was it, um... Is that the one with the shedded picture? No, was no, it the Brexit no, one? No, no, it was before Brexit. No. Uh, Nobody knows? No. It's called Dismaland. Elliot. Oh, that one. Elliot, you would be the worst quiz master in the UK because no one knows any of this stuff. No, because no, you're fucking dumb. Hey, look, I know. I got three answers correct and I would have got four if it wasn't for fucking Wait, Buzz Lightyear over here. Anyway, I, I just want to get a point. So what's the next round? <laughs> <laughs> right, the next question is for Leo. The most expensive painting ever sold at auction is Leonardo da Vinci's Salvatore Mundi. How much was it sold at auction? How is this an art question? Because <laughs> it's art. Well, right, let me think. Uh, how long do I have to think about this? As long as you need to. 1.2 billion US dollars. <laughs> what, what was the question again? So the question was, what the most expensive painting ever sold at auction is Leonardo da Vinci's Salvatore Mundi. How much was it oh, sold it at auction? I, I saw this a few weeks ago. It's in the hundreds of millions. That's not an answer. 
Give us a specific answer. Can't you say, oh, it's in this. Can we not do it to the nearest. Can we not do it to the nearest. The nearest. Let's do the right. Okay, we'll do that that way. So give me a nearest million then. 700 million. Right. I was going to say 450 mil. Right. 378 million. Right. 280 million. And this is in pounds or dollars? Pounds. Dollars. Um, all right, pounds. if I'm going dollars, I'd say 500. We're, we're, going, we're going pounds, like normal people. No, fuck off, I say dollars. I think we'll do, it was sold by dollars, okay, so we'll, we'll do dollars. A million dollars. 700 million. <laughs> Five mil, 500 mil. 500 million. Canadian dollars, and you can do the conversion. Oh, fucking just oh, give it to me. <laughs> You said 500 million. I'd like to give him the end. 368 and then what did you get? 280. Liv, you're correct. This is what I'm correct. 450 million. I knew it was 450 million, but I didn't know if it was in pounds or dot. See? But anyway, keep going on the quiz. There you go, right. Speed up for 10. Okay, we're moving swiftly on. I'm actually so proud that I remembered that. I can't believe I had zero points on this. This is shocking. I think I came second last year, but... And now we're on the Christmas rounds. Brilliant. So this might be a little bit easier. This is might where you can gain some a little bit of points, Jamie. Really hard. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> okay. We've got a whole New Year special to record. The first question is Sorry, for Jamie. Okay. It's about elf. And it's what is the best-selling Christmas <laughs> the first song? Part, I'm there. What? Excuse me. What is the best-selling? <laughs> what is the best-selling Christmas song of all time? Buzz. <laughs> You can't buzz. You can't buzz until you say this that should be buzz. an easy question, so Jamie. Easy. It should be easy. Buzz. Buzz. No, I'm asking you. <laughs> buzz. 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 I'm asking you, Jamie. Is it White Christmas? Buzz. 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 That's the correct answer. I thought you know it's Christmas. I got a point. You finally got a point, Jamie. So you're not that big for shit. Well done. I thought it was going to know it's Christmas. Okay. Because I, I couldn't hear anything because you were, you guys keep buzzing before the questions even oh, be asked. Okay, <laughs> okay. And the next question, right? <laughs> He's wrecking the gap. Okay, and the next question is for Leo. And we have another special guest revealing the question this time what round. What have you been up to? Yes, exactly. Who for this Christmas round, to, eh? yes, we got a very special guest. Yeah, yeah. A very good friend from Lockdown Links. Oh it's Rebecca God. Riddle. So, Rebecca, what's your question? Hello. Hello, lovely people. It is Rebecca here. You know, choose film, Lockdown Links, just get a real job, shareholder. You know the one. Um, I hope you lovely people are enjoying your festive quiz. It feels like only yesterday that I listened to the seamless and really professional Christmas episode this time last year. Um, so, my goodness, time flies. Anyway, here is my question. What is the name of George Bailey's guardian angel in It's a Wonderful Life? Go ahead, Leo. I'll pass. Pass. Buzz! Right, oh, go ahead, Clarence. The answer is Clarence Oddbody. Have I said that right? I'm sure I have. Oh well. Have a wonderful Christmas and get drunk. Oh my love. We are. Thank you, Rebecca. We are, Rebecca. Don't no, don't you worry. So well done, Craig. You get that point in there. The next question <laughs> is for Liv. Hello. 
So the, your question is, the protagonist of what novel sets out one Christmas on a long sea voyage? Not a, not a sausage. Pass to the room. Is it uh, the Voyage of the Dawn Treader? Pass to the room. Titanic. Craig, you got an answer? Captain Nemo? Nobody has an answer. Can you repeat that question? I actually missed that I've one. I have no idea what... The protagonist of what novel sets out one Christmas on a long sea voyage? Tom Sawyer. Santa Claus. No. Captain Hook. Captain Santa. The answer is Moby Dick. Oh, you mentioned Moby Dick a minute ago. I know, I was talking about Merlin. I didn't realise it was Christmas. Anyway, is that the last Christmas. question of the quiz? The last question is. For Craig. Craig. It's for all And this is the last question of the quiz. And I'm on one And I'm on one point. Who painted the mystical nativity in 1500? Who painted the mystical nativity in 1500? Well, we've already had Leonardo, so I'm going to say Raphael. Pass to the room. Pass. I, uh, I think it's Michelangelo. Pass to the room. Shit! Is it Da Vinci? Pass to the room. What is a mystical nativity? We're going to name it's every Ninja Turtle, guys. Can you describe the painting? I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's a painting. You, you, you're Pass. the fine arts degree, motherfucker. Yeah, I know the paintings in Greek, <laughs> asshole. Pass. Nobody knows. I thought it was Michelangelo. I was dead set on it. It's Sandro Botticelli. Of oh, oh, what painting is this? Can I see the painting? Okay, let's get on Google then. Here we yeah. go. That That's one. Oh, fuck off. That is clearly Sandro Botticelli. Yeah. Eat yeah, that was it. Can we see you next time in the painting? Absolutely oh, fuck not. You. Absolutely fuck not. You. you should know it, Leo. Anyway, so, so Elliot, what are the... <laughs> you have a degree. Anyway, I'm an immigrant. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Santa. What is the scores and the doors? Apart, don't, please don't remind the listeners what my score is. Bill, you have one point. Thank uh, you. And I believe you have two points. Two points. And we're drawing. Can we have a tiebreak question? We could, uh, I, I do have a tiebreaker oh, question. Like Ross and right, okay. I do I have a tiebreaker question. No physical contact. So, so you guys can't get involved. No, unfortunately. So the lovers have a tiebreaker. <laughs> so the lovers have a tiebreaker. But it's going to have to be super hard. We'll have to go through some super hard questions because oh. I can't just like give it you know, easy ones. You've got me. to be truly smart for this one, okay? In oh, order to win the quiz. Out, then. Okay. <laughs> right, okay. So actually, pick a category. Because I've got music. plenty of questions. Music. So do you want, guys want to do music? I'm going to do film and TV, but we'll do music. We'll Why do music that? first. Ladies choice. We'll do music first, and if you can't get it, we'll do then do film and television, okay? Go on. So. Only because I know a lot about film and television, but I don't think I know anyone who knows anything more about film and television than Craig. So David, David Lothian, who was on the Masters with me this year. He's like, doing a PhD expert, now, though. Yeah. So this is, this is going to be difficult, okay? Right, okay? right, so, and just buzz in when you know. In 1990, which American dance group had an international hit with the song Groove is in the Heart? Uh, oh, buzz, 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 buzz. Craig, that's correct. That is oh! delight. And Craig, who came last on last year's Christmas quiz, is the winner it's of this winner! year! Anyway, oh, you just buzzed before me, shit! <laughs> anyway, that is all we have time for on this year's 2021 Christmas that was special. a shambolic episode. These art questions were not even about art. Anyway, I would like <laughs> to thank all my guests once again for coming on this year. We are going to be having the same lineup for next week's episode, which is a New Year special. But thank you, Lev. 
You're welcome. Thank you, Craig. Yeah. Thank Hang you, on, Leah. Sorry, well, why is we? Why have we got just a silent thank you? Aren't we supposed to be giving each other a round of applause and just saying you're welcome? No, yeah, because sorry. we're going to see each other again we'll add, next we'll week. We'll add applause. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're more so, but definitely. We're definitely going to be more pissed. We're definitely not recording them back to back. And thank you, Santa. Have a lovely Christmas wherever you are in the world. So there you have it. That was our Christmas special. Absolute chaos. That took about two and a half hours to record. So that's just the best bits we kept in. We had to cut so much out of this episode, as you can imagine. Bleep a few things. So hopefully you enjoyed it. I hope you're, if you're still listening to this, that is. Thank you again to all of my wonderful guests. A merry, merry Christmas to all of our listeners. I hope you have a lovely Christmas despite all the... The bad stuff going on this week with COVID and stuff. I hope you have a lovely, lovely Christmas. We'll be back again with the same lineup for the New Year special next week as we close out 2021 in style. So until then, have a wonderful Christmas. We'll be back again next week. Just get a real job.